Welcome to The Heal Podcast with your host, Sam Calwart. As a breathwork teacher and mentor, I'm here to empower your healing journey at all levels, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Discover your own inner healer with my weekly teachings and resources to inspire your own journey. So let's begin by grounding our energy, breathing in through the nose, letting it go. One more big breath in and sigh it out. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Heal Podcast. So I still have a cold, so you may hear it in my voice. My son Eastwood, I talked about in last week's episode, he has been sick with some sort of cold, truly, for the past like two months, which I feel so terrible. Um, And then he got influenza A earlier in the week, so then I caught a touch of that. And, you know, when you have a toddler, I guess you don't think about the fact that you're likely going to be catching different colds and flus for the next several years. So I guess this is just my life now. Um, So I'm going with it. I'm pushing through. And I am, of course, still giving myself lots of rest. But there's so much to do. I am preparing for Costa Rica in January and I have to start planning all the classes and the talks and everything that I'll be doing providing for the women coming and then I have several New Year's types of uh classes, both virtual and in person that I plan on guiding. And I love this new year energy of like rebirth, new beginnings, a fresh start, right? And so I'm going to have plenty of opportunities for you to really tune into that energy and to take full advantage of it uh, and to also begin that process of creating small, consistent, but lifelong habits and practices that can really transform your life, right? And it all begins within your mind, within your internal state. And this is why I love this work around mindset growth, around breathwork healing, really beginning that process of freeing up the body of any stagnation, any emotional wounding. And I actually hosted a class earlier in the week that you can access now through the Rising Breath Patreon membership. And it was on relationships and boundaries. And with this holiday season, really beginning to soften the heart, feeling more receptive, feeling more compassionate. Of course, that's how we want to feel during the holiday season. But when we're mixing a lot of different personalities during family gatherings or we are around specific family members that may still trigger us or make us feel closed off. It can feel really difficult and then the holidays then become something that we really dread. And honestly, I've dealt with this in my own life uh, for many years, particularly with one side of my family. And you know, now that I have my son, I really want to bring back the magic, especially around Christmas time for him and create these really incredible memories for him. And so because of that, it's really uh, encouraging me to up level and to really release the past, to let go of some of those small offhanded comments that I may receive uh, from some people in my life around this time of year because I'm just around people more and 
it again, it's not easy. This path is not easy of just continuing to heal and grow and transform. What is easy is to stay stuck and stagnant in our ways and to hold on to resentment and bitterness and to become just very angry, right? Essentially. And what that anger does is then it leads to a manifestation of depression in our lives. So in Chinese medicine, for example, unexpressed anger is what happens when we're feeling depression each and every day. And many of us have gone through several life events that we're very angry about, that we have not had a chance to fully release and let go. And this is one of the reasons why I, on a continuous basis, go back to breathwork healing because for me, it is that one modality where I can open up my expression, not just my breath, but the breath for me really opens up the throat energy center and I'm able to voice anything that feels really heavy. So often within my journeys, of course, there's lots of tears, a lot of cathartic emotional release, but even different um, expressions will come through affirmations. Uh, I will speak to my younger self, to my inner child, for example. There is a lot that can come through. And when I guide clients in this work, uh, they experience the same. And it's just such a powerful tool for having that deeper cathartic expression that we need, that we've been holding on to for so long, that's leading to this chronic depression and anxiety on an everyday basis. And especially if you find yourself repeating different Uh, memories or experiences in your mind or something that someone said to you, you keep repeating that, it's rubbing you the wrong way. It's really time to go within, to lay down, to breathe, to have a deeper energetic and emotional reset. And that's what I guide within these really powerful 90-minute workshop and healing sessions. And so I will leave again a link within the show notes to check out the Rising Breath membership and you can get all the details there. And then of course, you'll get immediate access to all of the classes and the daily meditations. So I posted earlier in the week on my Instagram, on my new Instagram, which if you're not following me, I'm going to leave my new Instagram in the show notes. It's at Sam Calward, and I am posting daily content there around mindset growth, manifestation, mindfulness, healing. Uh, And so I asked you guys within my stories, what is your number one block right now when it comes to your growth and healing journey? And I essentially was receiving the same answer over and over and over again. And so I wanted to do a episode for you today around the inner critic, around befriending your inner critic, because the answers I received around that question of what is your biggest block right now, the answers were fear, doubt, lack of clarity, old beliefs that you'll never have good anything good in your life. And someone else said myself, right? So essentially coming back to that piece that we either have the power to really encourage, uplift, and transform our lives Or we have the power to keep ourselves really stuck, stagnant, and unable to move forward within our lives. And so only we can make that choice of what we want to do. And I think the hardest thing for many of us is just to step out of the norm of what we've been doing because it's so deeply ingrained in our minds and likely in the subconscious mind, which makes it even harder to change and to grow from. But when you make that decision to step out of victimhood and into this victor mentality of, you know what, my life has been really difficult 
And right now, I don't feel so great mentally and emotionally, but I know that through specific habits and practices, I can completely begin that process of transforming my life. I'm ready for that, right? I'm ready to say yes to my growth and healing. When you make that commitment and you stay very consistent with it, you will begin to experience radical changes within your life. And it's not going to be easy. And there are some days where you're going to feel discouraged. And there are some days where it's going to feel like you've never made any progress at all. And I say this because I know it because I've been there. Yesterday was one of those days for me. I felt really discouraged. I recently shared an episode where I have... um, still been experiencing some pain after having my breast explant surgery. And during having the breast implants through that five years, um, I developed a condition where I would have chronic bladder pain and it was something that was not going away. And then I had the implants removed and it got much better. And then I was feeling really good for a few years. And then I had my son and then postpartum hit. And I think just the hormone changes and maybe more detoxification happening, that I began to experience the pain again. And if you've ever lived with chronic pain, you know how debilitating it is. And it can send you into a very depressed state and it can be very hard to get out of that. And what can happen is a lot of self-pity and the inner critic can come in and tell you that you'll never heal and that this is your life and Those are essentially the types of thoughts I was having yesterday. And I had to shift out of that by making a conscious decision that, yes, I can heal this. I've healed it once before. I've actually healed my body in so many remarkable ways through the years. And I can keep going. And this does not have to be my story. The body is an incredible mechanism at healing and coming back into balance when we begin to provide the right ecosystem for it, right? And that's mentally, it's emotionally, and it's physically as well. And so if you have a really strong inner critic where you have a lot of fear coming in, a lot of doubt, a lack of clarity, a lot of old limiting beliefs about what's possible for your life and for your journey of growth, these are internal blocks that can absolutely be shifted, okay? And know that we all have this inner critic, just like the story I just told you. Even when each and every day I'm really committed to growing my mindset, to the practices that uplift me the most, there are some days where I do feel discouraged and that is just human nature. This is part of the journey, okay? So as we grow and our self-worth and our self-esteem, all of this as we grow from young children, it's derived from our surroundings and from our guardians. And so for many of us, the reason why we have a really strong inner critic is because we were raised in an environment where directly or indirectly, you were told negative things about yourself Or you watched your caregivers speak harshly about themselves, okay? So it's this direct link between our environment, our caregivers, uh, the peers we were around growing up, how were they speaking to each other, how were they speaking about themselves, and how were they speaking about us? Was there a lot of negativity in the household? Was there a lot of negativity on the playground, right, or within your peer group. 
And I know that was the case for me. And I know that was the case for many of my clients and many people where they didn't have this really nourishing, uplifting environment. Okay. And unfortunately, that was conditioning from our parents, from their parents, oftentimes, right? And it's all they knew. So it's not that they deliberately were trying to hurt us or to imprint on us all of this negativity about ourselves and about other people and this judgment. It's likely that they just picked up on that from their own parents. And so it gets to end with us, right? We get to decide that I'm no longer going to tell myself these stories and I'm no longer going to pass this down to the next generation, to my own children. It stops here. And that is incredibly empowering. When you begin that process of making those decisions for yourself, you empower your journey. And oftentimes the reason why we fear the unknown so much is simply because it means we have to take responsibility for our own decisions. And for most of our life, maybe we have been following others' uh, advice on what we should do. And because of that, We've never really taken that full responsibility for our lives. And we fear the unknown, so we stay really stuck and stagnant in our ways, unable to move and shift out of that. But I'm telling you now that by embracing the unknown, embracing change, you will become so much more capable of holding space for the ebbs and flows and challenges in your life. Not only that, but you will begin to take your power back. So do not fear the unknown. And I know that's easier said than done, but through practices like sitting in silence and meditation, sitting with your own thoughts, which for some of us feels really scary, going into a breathwork journey where you're really pushing yourself outside of your limits and you're asking yourself essentially to let go and surrender, which again, that uh, idea of control for many of us, it's all we had within our environment growing up. And so to release that control can feel really scary, but letting go is the most freeing thing that you can ever do for yourself and finding peace within is the byproduct of that, okay? So really foundational is beginning with inner child healing and shadow work. And the reason for this is going back to that piece where we solidified these ideas of who we are and what we're capable of growing up. So beginning that process of really loving your inner child and coming back to a sense of encouragement of uplifting your inner child, right? Think about some of the harsh things that you say to yourself, like you're ugly, you're stupid, you're fat, there's something wrong with you, you're different from other people, you're not accepted, those people don't like you, right? Those are all internal criticisms that are coming from the ego. And imagine speaking that to a young child, to a four-year-old, to a six-year-old, to a 12-year-old. You would never want to say those things to a young child, right? So you're essentially telling your inner child that small aspect of yourself over and over and over again, all of these harsh criticisms. And if you can, you know, picture your inner child within your mind's eye and instead begin to rewrite that story of, I love you, 
you are capable, you are strong, you are courageous. And within many of my breathwork journeys, I've been able to organically reconnect to my inner child in this way and begin to speak to my inner child and rewrite my story in a different way. And this has been a huge aspect of silencing my inner critic and instead finding this empowering voice within myself that really keeps me going each and every day and keeps me feeling really resilient. Now, it's also possible that your inner critic is coming from the subconscious mind, right? So instead of specific thoughts that you think, it's more of how you operate. And this can lead to a lot of anxiety and a lot of depression without really fully understanding why. So for instance, a subconscious inner critic could turn into a habit of self-sabotage, of procrastination, of eating all the wrong foods, of being around really toxic people, right? So without even realizing it, you're surrounding yourself with this environment and this inner circle that actually reinforces your inner critic. So that could be another way in which the inner critic comes through for you. Now, questioning your inner critic will really help you to originate where these thoughts are being processed from, okay? So, When you hear a voice of the inner critic, whose voice are you actually hearing? And what does this remind you of from your past? Or what is familiar about this? What were things like for me growing up at home with school and friends? And are there similarities, connections to what I'm experiencing now with this voice of my inner critic? Right? So beginning that process of separating yourself from that voice, knowing that you are not your thoughts. Okay, that's so important. And then beginning to shift your inner critic's voice when it does arise, like catching it in that moment and turning it the voice of I'm such a screw up into I'm doing my best and that is enough. Or turning I'm so messed up, what's wrong with me into I am a human and no one is perfect. Turning I don't deserve happiness into I deserve to be treated with respect. And turning I can never get anything right into I am not defined by my mistakes. Right? So beginning that process of neutralizing the inner critic, it's not easy. It's messy work. doesn't always feel good. It can be really tough to identify where that chatter is coming from and then to really catch it in that moment to change it. But this takes a lot of practice and it takes a lot of patience because typically that inner critic is really deeply ingrained in us. So know that this is not going to happen overnight. Practice again for me is picturing speaking to my inner child, my two or four or 12 year old self and also know that Your inner child really can be any age or stage of your life, just a younger version of you. It often even stretches into your adolescence, into your early 20s, that version of you that went through something really difficult. And 
still feels, again, very small or wants to stay hidden or doesn't feel good enough, that is the aspect of yourself that you really need to begin to nourish. And so picturing that version of you in your mind's eye, for some, it helps by actually getting a picture of yourself at that age and placing it somewhere that you'll see it often, like a bathroom mirror or on the refrigerator or a back screen on your phone. Seeing that younger version of yourself as a reminder to be kind, to really love yourself and to practice compassion with yourself because you wouldn't speak to another person in that way, right? You wouldn't speak to a child in that way. So why are you speaking to yourself in this way? Why do you have these deeply ingrained subconscious limiting beliefs about what is possible for you? Why are you self-sabotaging? It all comes back to your past and you have to begin to heal your past, to face those shadows, to face those hard emotions and experiences and memories from your past and journal on where is that inner critic coming from and catching those voices in that moment and rewriting your story, okay? So... You have, again, so much neuroplasticity within the mind. This is what makes this work so incredible because it's you and only you that have the ability to completely transform your life and manifest healing and growth in your physical body, in your career, in your relationships, in how you feel each and every day. This is what you deserve. You are co-created and made in the image of God. And you have so much power within you. And I believe that for much of our life, we have been giving that power away. So let's begin that process of taking that power back, right? And establishing that this is your life. And you can make this life in any way you want to make it. You are powerful. And you are a co-creator. So let's go over those steps again when it comes to really dismantling your inner critic and beginning that process of loving yourself, uplifting yourself, encouraging yourself on a deeper level. So number one, reconnecting to your inner child and beginning to heal your past. Number two, bring awareness towards your repeating limiting beliefs and that voice of your inner critic. Number three, begin to question where your internal harshness and limitation is actually coming from right? Dismantling those lies. Number four, shift your inner critic's voice each and every time it arises to something positive. And number five, lastly, step out of victimhood, self-pity, feelings of despair, because you can do this. You can do this. Just remember, it's going to take a lot of practice, a lot of patience, but you will begin to develop deeper inner trust and this sense of safety within your body and within your mind by doing so. So with that, I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and I'll be back with you here next week. If you were inspired from what you discovered on today's podcast, please rate, review, and share this episode on social media by tagging me at Sam Callowart. You can head to the show notes for all the resources mentioned in this episode and know that I am so thankful you have joined me on this journey of healing and growth.